You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Ask Drone You. My name is Paul. My name is Rob. Thank you for joining us. Really appreciate uh, you spending a few minutes of your day with us. Definitely do appreciate you being here and wherever you're listening from, thank you very much. If you are not a member of the Drone U, then I recommend that you become one. For 50 bucks a month, you seriously cannot get a better deal for all the classes that are in there to showcase, well, various systems on how to make money with your drone, creative and technical. You can check it out, thedroneu.com. Well, Rob, we've got an interesting question today uh, regarding those signs we keep seeing at dams. <laughs> yeah, all those dams we'd be crossing. Yeah, well, I feel like we are back to a regulatory front where uh, people are trying to do whatever they can while they're in office. I mean, from the stuff going on in Washington, copying North Carolina, CNCDOT, I told you it would happen, um, to other you know institutions and HOAs trying to even implement no drone rules. Sorry, guys, you can't do that because you can't control the airspace. But uh, this particular rule that this caller has, well, it's very real. It's uh, it's Homeland Security. So it's going to be an interesting show, to say the least. Yes. I um, always look forward to the perspectives on these things that help people because people are dealing with this stuff every day and there's not clear answers necessarily on how to do so. Yeah. So before we play today's question, we have an announcement instead of a sponsorship. We finally launched our Props Public Safety Educational Platform. So many of you know the Props Platform, which was built to support teams, support drone programs, and support companies that have multiple pilots. This way they have one seamless place to get training for multiple pilots to create systematic, well, communication, systematic equipment management, and systematic training. This way everyone is on the same page and you can have, well, employees, contractors, be able to work on one side of your drone program and the other and manage it all in one portal. We call the props program props because it stands for professional reliable operators practicing safety. And now it's time that we give back to service members like, well, firefighters, EMS, and law enforcement. After two years and working with experienced firefighters, we have developed a comprehensive drone training program to help fire departments start up and maintain their programs. With lots of expensive equipment and few people to operate it, you need the right people with the right information to be able to save not only civilians' lives, but service members' lives as well. Utilizing thermal cameras to be able to see hotspots in the roof to inhibit service members from falling into a collapsed roof, to identifying hazmat areas or, well, areas that have hazmat issues, but also doing so much more with your drone, like, you know, live streaming to command, to have a better idea of where to move assets logistically. This way, emergency management can become much easier because with the right tools, service members, well, they're going to have a safer job. They're going to have more fun and it'll be more fulfilling as a whole. Check out the Props Public Safety Program if you're a firefighter or in any, well, 
public safety program or department across the country. This is one program you will not want to miss. We've included resources, interactive scenarios, everything from pre-flight checklists to pilot binders, manager binders, standard operating procedures, and literally everything that you would need in order to successfully start up and maintain a drone program. You will not want to miss this. Check out propsflightschool.com and then click over to the public safety tab. Hey guys, my name is Frank. I thank you very much for all you do for the drone community. I wanted to get your thoughts and opinions on something that happened last weekend. I flew my drone over Lake Piru in Southern California, lost a drone on the other side of the lake, which was inaccessible due to a dam being uh, fenced off as restricted access. The ranger who called me back today suggested that I was breaking several laws, including the local ordinance about flying over Lake Piru. And also a federal fence flying over a dam, which is governed by Homeland Security. I informed him in a nice way that my FAA recommended before you fly app suggested I was clear for takeoff, but appreciated his comments and suggestions regarding the local laws and the federal laws about flying over a dam. Anyway, wanted to get your thoughts uh, and comments on that occurrence. And uh, again, thanks so much for all you do. Thank you, Frank. Um, good detailed question. And uh, I find it a little bit interesting about flying over the dam. I mean, you would have to, I know you'll go into this a little bit more in terms of the rules and the law that's associated with what he's talking about. But number one, we did check Lance and airspace, totally clear airspace, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I would imagine you're talking about like, I don't know how big the dam is at, at this lake. Beautiful lake, by the way, checked it out. But I would imagine you, to have an issue, to have to fly, like, literally right over the dam. Well, we're talking about this massive lake and massive wilderness area. Why focus on the dam? Well, and I mean, I think that there's a couple of caveats here. Um, You know, first of all, the local ordinances regarding flying the lake. Unfortunately, the local, state, municipality, counties, they cannot control the airspace. They may be able to control takeoff and landing in specific areas, but any private property that you could take off and land from... Um, public access road, etc., uh, would still allow you to fly. That said, we do know that there are laws on the books regarding security and homeland security, specifically about flying over critical infrastructure. We also know the FAA has set up um, no-fly zones over particular areas of critical infrastructure. But like you said... In looking at the Lance map and also looking at the UAS-FM map, there was nothing noted on the map whatsoever that showcases that it was critical infrastructure or a no-fly zone or a TFR or anything of that nature. So it's understandable that uh, before you fly the application wouldn't have that information because it's not even on the base map that the FAA provides to all of these uh, app providers. Mm-hmm. Now that said, I know there is a legitimate law at Homeland Security that they can prosecute drone pilots for flying over critical infrastructure. But, you know, we did a show on it a while ago regarding Lake Powell, Page, Arizona, uh, and flying over dams. I would uh, mention referencing that show. But again, in searching for that Homeland Security law, I still can't find it. Um, I know it exists. I've seen the signs. I know it's there. I know it's real. But that said, I'm not clear on, like you just mentioned, well, how big of an area can you not fly? You know, uh, can I not take off and land on the dam, near the dam? Can I not shoot photos of the dam? Like, what is the exact rule? 
Um, and I think that's a very powerful and important point because it is understandable why the government wants to protect the dams. It is a security issue. If there was a domestic or international threat on one of our waterways, well, it would inhibit people from being able to drink water, which would cause mass casualties, which would cause lots of issues. And as a whole, it would cause serious problems. Now, that said, I do recommend that drone pilots do not fly near dams. In this particular instance uh, where this pilot said that he lost his drone across the lake, my first kind of like, you know, you're my kind of like, you know, hey, attention, attention. How far out were you flying? You know, I know FAA says line of sight. I know it's not defined, but typically it's pretty understood that you really shouldn't go more than a half mile out. I'm not here to lambast you. I'm not here to um, say that you're breaking the rules. We see drone pilots uh, doing pretty much whatever they want on a daily basis. But well, and looking at the pictures, it looks like you could totally, number one, the, the drone could have taken off on him. But um, number two... The lake is not that big such that you couldn't be on one side and still see it on the other. That, yeah. Well, and you know. Based on what these pictures are showing. Also, the caller mentioned that his drone essentially landed, right, Mm -hmm. in that area. So if the DJI GeoZone, either 1.0 or 2.0, depending on which one he had on his drone, once you enter one of those zones, we know that the drone will auto land, which is not a very good system uh, to begin with. It's another good reason to hack your drone because sometimes these areas aren't actually labeled properly. I've had that happen. We're under the assumptions of flying responsibly, not in an area that we should not be in. Um, And I have actually seen this happen to pilots in completely, you know, areas that are fine to fly. Uh, and then, you know, you asked the question, Rob, or I am asking you, I guess, is what type of dam is critical infrastructure? You know, we know the big right. dams, the Hoover Dam, Glen Canyon, et cetera. Those are clearly, you know, critical infrastructure. They're noted as so on the UAS facility maps. Mm-hmm. But these smaller dams like this lake, think of Lake McQueenie. That right. dam was only a mile and a half away. Yeah. You know, I mean, that wasn't mentioned anywhere. True. So at what point is a dam critical infrastructure? What size? Uh, And then how can Homeland Security and FAA team up to make it better known which dams are critical infrastructure and what to not fly? Because this pilot is right that it's not noted anywhere. Right. Yeah. I don't know that there was any way for him to have dealt with this any differently than he did. I'm presuming that he didn't fly directly over the the dam. Um, Obviously, he didn't say that. I don't know that to be true. But I guess one of the questions that he's asking is, is there anything that he should do different? Um, Almost like, would we tell him not to fly there based on the feedback that he got? But I don't think that we would. Well, (sighs) I mean, you've got, I'm just looking at this map of the of the lake and i mean if you were up here there's plenty of places to fly and be totally fine i i agree with i agree with that and honestly like uh, flying super close to a dam um personally and this is an opinion i honestly 
I don't get it. Uh, I don't find it beautiful. I don't find it cinematic. I don't, I mean, but there are certain places Lake Pleasant has a big dam right by the marina. You want to be able to fly because you're surfing right along there. You know, there are a lot of nuanced environments where flying should be okay. And it goes back to how close to the dam could you be? Now that said, flying right next to the dam or on top of the dam or over the dam, I don't get that. Um, Again, it's, uh, I wouldn't call it very cinematic. Um, and frankly, uh, I mean, everyone has a difference, you know, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Someone (laughs) might be like, but the waterfalls, they're so beautiful. I want to film them. Like, I I don't know. Personally, I don't, I would just stay away from the dams. I think it's actually not really asking a lot of us. So, yeah, no, I, I I agree. I don't, I think our caller agrees. (laughs) I don't think he is even, um, having any qualms with with that. I, I don't know. Sometimes these situations, it's simply a matter of which ranger you got. The next ranger that he dealt with, and I'm not saying this ranger's a bad guy. It doesn't sound like he did anything wrong. But the next ranger probably wouldn't have even mentioned any of this. Like, hey, here's your drone. Watch the dam. Be careful. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it's uh, Maybe it's much ado about nothing. Well, and again, you know, maybe the ranger has an opinion about this particular pilot and the risk that he was taking or something like that and again i will say at most lakes some of the best places for wakeboarding wake surfing and skiing are by the dams so i do understand for action sports filming why you would want to be able to film boats near the dam Mm -hmm. but not necessarily over the dam or right next to the dam there's typically always a buffer so um in all honesty i think uh you know, it's. A, I think it's a safe and reasonable bet to not fly close to the dams. Um, I think it's also an issue that this ranger was saying it is critical infrastructure, but it's not notated on the map. And in order for the FAA to expect people to follow the rules, they've got to communicate about what is and what isn't critical infrastructure. Right. Um, and uh, that said, I mean, I understand the pilot's position. I understand the ranger's position. Sure. I have seen that Homeland Security rule. Obviously, the ranger wasn't too much or too mean because the guy, uh, you know, he didn't arrest him or threaten him or anything like that. Find so, him, any yeah. of those things that he so, I mean, probably could have done. Yeah. I mean, again, it, it also goes to show of, of it's not just knowing airspace. It's also knowing which drone you're flying and the geospatial maps built into that drone and how it could impact your flying as a whole. Yeah. Um, Because DJI Geozone 1.0 and 2.0 are very different, and there's a lot more on 2.0. I personally can't stand 2.0 because there's so much that's on there that is not relevant. Longmont, that airport, uncontrolled, untowered, and, like, they limit us to certain altitudes. It's like... Okay, this is G airspace, guys. Sorry, you know. Yeah. So, um, anyway, it's not a perfect system. No, it isn't, and it's important to know what limitations you have with your particular bird that you're flying. And when you are flying in certain environments, you don't always want to go. You know, you wanna you wanna play it safe. You know, like you know, flying at a reasonable distance, getting comfortable with that, and maybe staying away from things like dams. So, I mean, I think that's all yeah. I got here. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Um, well, that is going to do it for us today. Um, again, rec- we recommend that you check out that Props Public Safety Program. If you know any fire or EMS, we've got a webinar coming up June 7th. Uh, you can learn more about that Props Public Safety Program. Thank you again for joining us. As always, my name is Paul. I'm Rob. This is Ask Drone You. 
We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.